Hello, welcome to the Schmied and Stu Easter special. I am Schmied. And I am Stu, and it is Easter today, isn't it? Well, it will be when it's released. When you're listening to this, I hope you have a very nice Easter and you got as many eggs as you wish for. Maybe yes. some bunnies as well, and you might even do something fun, like a little Easter egg hunt. I think we should clarify that they're Easter eggs, because when you said, um, I hope that you get many eggs, they, you could have meant <laughs> boiled eggs or poached eggs, you know. That would be the most devilish, hey, deviled eggs, very devilish uh, idea to do for, for your children on an Easter day. Obviously, you'd have the real chocolate yeah. Easter eggs hidden somewhere else for, like, for, for after the prank. But before, you just like, here's your Easter eggs. You could probably even use the cardboard box from the chocolate eggs. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah here's, here's your Kit Kat Easter egg. And then they open it up. They're like, oh, it seems very lightweight. They open it up and there's just an egg in there. <laughs> oh, or, that's a good idea. That, I like that. Or prank. you I could go into your, the children's room. Say you've got the, a set of parents. They go into their children's rooms and throw raw eggs at their faces. That's a bit much to it. <laughs> oh, okay. I think, yeah, that might be. If those are your ideas, I do fear for... I'm not going to say I fear you having kids, but I, I do... I, I just, I'm now imagining you at the end of the hospital bed where my wife slash girlfriend, whoever, is giving birth, <laughs> and you're just screaming, I fear this. I, I pity your partner for what would have to happen if those ideas seem to become a reality. No, Assuming I think we'd have, have to wait till we'd have to wait till the kids. children were older to throw eggs at them. I st- I still just th- think you shouldn't do that, Stuart. That's a bit much. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll leave it till they're like All forty right. then. Let's go on to my off-topic question for the day because it is an Easter special, so we do want to talk about our great Easter stories. Um, I was I was just thinking about this. Um, I haven't done any recently, um, but have you ever made any like flat pack furniture? Oh, don't get me started. I, I try, but I can never follow the instructions because you look at the instructions and there's these pictures. The, the picture ones are the worst because a man in one position and in the next picture he's in another position, but it doesn't tell you what he's doing. It's like he's dancing around the page. And you, I, I, I don't get these instructions. Oh, gosh. I mean, I, I, I'm not... The instructions, I remember I made like a wardrobe and a chest of drawers and like a little bedside table set um, yeah. so you have, to, you have to make them individually and they've all got their own thing so it's not like one thing or it's all in one case um, and every single one used the same format and I'd say the pictures were misleading to what it said sometimes the diagrams they'd do things the wrong way around because with a lot of flat pack furniture especially like furniture stuff because I know like chairs they're not as difficult kind of thing because I have made a chair as well um, yeah I don't know if you classify that as flat pack because it's not it is flat but it's not like if it I came in a flat pack box it's flat pack it wasn't it wasn't already show. made it wasn't already made you have to make it yourself um, mm. and those are fine but when you get furniture where there's like joints so like the wood joints is like there's a specific like edge to it that's like sanded down or it's got the finish that you want to see on the outside or if it's got like a little nook on it so it uh, like hugs into another piece in the right way sometimes the diagram would just get it the wrong way and then that confuse you even more because I had some where it's like well it's put the nook on the top but then it's got the holes where the like screws are meant to go upside down if that is the case Um, and in which case it doesn't fit that so then you have to kind of improvise stuff um, but it ends oh, up working. That's a bit risky. It, it worked for me. I've got my wonderful chest of drawers, which has my TV on top. My bedside table, which mm. is uh, lower down than my bed, so I have to reach down to it. And my wardrobe, which conveniently has all of my junk stuffed at the top of it, like on top of it, not in, in it and on the top shelf. It hasn't got a so, top shelf. I have a question for you. Yeah. What brand of TV do you have? Oh, it is... A Hitachi TV. Oh, that's. I'd say that's decent. I'd say that's firmly mid-range, maybe probably above average. It's it's a strange TV because I think my dad got it for free from like a little oh. reward scheme that he didn't even realise he entered. But it was like, okay, I'll take the TV. Um, yeah. 
and it also does this weird thing I'm pretty sure it's because the only thing that it's connected to is my Xbox at the moment and right. the Xbox although it's off you still have the power cable in and it does some stuff in the background so I, I as far as I know I've never gone onto my Xbox to update um, a game it's always just updated no. by the time I wake up because it did it when, I, when it was off and when I was asleep yeah um, whenever it does that, it uses a certain amount of power, and I've got a setting that links my my um, the, my Xbox and the TV, so that when I turn on the Xbox, it turns on the TV, so I don't have to get the remote and turn on the TV. That's fancy. I like that. But what happens is, whenever my Xbox does like an update or it finishes it, it kind of does like a boot over, and it turns on the TV and then immediately turns it off again. It doesn't actually have, like... It doesn't mean the screen comes up with anything. So it's not like it's in the middle of the night and it wakes me up. But the little, like, on right. button on the on the left, which has this red light on it, sometimes in the, in the night it'll just turn blue and flash blue and red a bunch. And it's really... <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's, the blue is way brighter than the red. And it was, it's like... I'm not good with sleeping and lights. So... Yeah. If I'm almost asleep, not quite, and it happens, then I have to, like... It puts me off sleeping for like fifteen more minutes, which is quite annoying. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got a high range TV because I'm fancy. I've got a Sony ooh. smart TV. Is your TV a smart TV? I don't know to be honest. I I'm not sure. sure. You don't know. Well, I say I don't know because I've never used any smart TV features. But the remote has like a YouTube and a Netflix button. Oh, so it probably is a smart TV. You just haven't used it for that because you've got the Xbox, which does that for you. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah, I might as well use the Xbox in that case. There are a lot of good streaming services, especially um, I would like to shout out to Disney Plus. That's a good one. I only yeah. I got a Disney Plus one month trial uh, about hmm. four five months ago. Four okay. three yeah. maybe. Um, I didn't watch most much of it. I think I watched Black Panther once. And I only watched yeah. it because I really like the um, end credits that they've used. Um, oh, okay. it, it was a strange end credits, but it was a very good end credits. It was one of the dynamic end credits, so it wasn't one where it's just like the black screen and then the names going down, because then that'd be a very boring thing to watch no. an entire movie for. No. The movie is good anyway, that's why I wanted to watch it, because uh, I had yeah. watched it in cinemas before, but I just remembered this end credits where they had this like sand texture that like shifted into like the different characters or different okay. places and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure they used the song. Oh, what was it? Is it All the Stars? I think that's the song it goes at that point. Which is another good song. It's on, my, it's on my Spotify playlist, which is. I, I like that song. Um, so that, that's that's what made me think about that. But other than that, I haven't watched anything on Disney Plus. I think I watched one episode of like 15 seconds, like barely anything of The Mandalorian. And I was just like, actually, no, I'll just, I'll just okay. leave it. Um, yeah. I didn't want to get into the whole thing. It was too long. Because I I use it purely for The Simpsons because I watch at least an episode a day. I watch. Ooh. I just binge watch it. So for me, it's completely worth it because I just watch it so much. And also now they've got uh, Star, which now they've got films that's rated up to eighteen on mm. there. So they've got a whole Fox library. They've got the whole Disney library. They've well, not the whole Disney library. They keep a few back. If you look, for example. I think my mum wanted to watch um, Enchanted mm-hmm. or something like that. And then she searched it and she's like, oh, it's not there. And I was like, oh, maybe they're just keeping it so that you'll want to buy it on hard copy or something. Instead. I feel like this is something we've covered in media studies. It's yeah. something that has been... The Disney Vault. It's, it's kind of discontinued because the Disney Plus kind of changed it a bit in the sense that Disney Vault was a thing where they took old films and they'd not have it be sold anywhere in official Disney stores um, and then they'd yeah. re-release it as like this is the 20th anniversary of this uh, so then they'd like regenerate that hype around it because by having the drought and then having everyone wanting to buy it afterwards it makes it seem like a bigger deal than it really is um, but then it then it stopped then it went to decline a bit I found out we didn't learn about this bit but um when streaming started, when you got like the Apple App Store, like iTunes, iMovies, and Google Play Movies, you could then buy Disney films on there. So then people started buying more on mm. there, and then Disney Plus came out. So then, 
people don't buy them on there much even now. Changed a bit. I mean, streaming online has changed a lot in the media. I feel like everything we talk about in media studies is, it was like this, but now it's changed because of the internet. Imagine if we still had, like, cassette tapes. To be honest, I wouldn't be that annoyed with it, because I like physical stuff. I will admit it is yeah. convenient to just have my phone and be, like, at school, because you wouldn't take your entire collection of cassette tapes to school. No. Um, but, you know, if you want to wanna go on your phone, you've got it all there. Um, shall we yeah. move on to our Easter topics, then? Yes, let's start. What do you want to start with? Have you ever done an Easter egg hunt? Ever? Oh, I've done many in my time. I've done many... Uh, I've done some Cadbury's ones. I've done... Um, I think they were all Cadbury's ones. Oh. <laughs> well, sponsored by Cadbury's, where the prizes at the end are all Cadbury's eggs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, I did a lint one as well. That was a bit of a different one. I'll tell you. Which one should I go through first? Go for the Cadbury's one. You mentioned it first. So the Cadbury's ones, um, there are lots of different places, but they were basically the same concept. So you'd get a sheet, and you'd go and find the clues. One of the ones was you had to find matching pictures. I think that was the one I went to most recently. Went to one in 2018, I think. Yeah, I went to one in Easter 2018. And we had a sheet, and we had a picture... And then we had to go and find the picture mm-hmm. on a piece of wood, like on the wall or something. And then when we found the picture, there was a word underneath. And we had to write the word under the picture like it was. Mm. And then we had to go and find all the words. And it was around this, like, I think it was a National Trust garden. Because I think the National Trust always do Cadbury's Yeah, Easter they're always with the, yeah, egg hunts, yeah. So those, and it was quite nice. I think there's lots of those National Trust Cadbury's ones. But the Lint one was a bit different because you'd go round this massive park thing yeah and you had to find all the lint bunnies they weren't oh, the yeah, actual lint bunnies for, i think they were bunnies rather than eggs which is what yeah, lint they would were... do because they're about the bunny not the egg really yeah they do it for like oh bunnies are cute to they'll get sold but um so yeah we had to go round and find all the bunnies and they had letters on it and apparently we did it wrong so we only, if you if you completed it right, you got a full size like one of those ten pound lint bunnies. Damn. If you did it wrong, you get one of the cheap tiny ones. <laughs> so we got a cheap tiny the, one. The cheap tiny ones. I mean, are, are you talking like the like normal size or like smaller than normal size? Like small, small, like the tiny ones. Or like the... we got two of those. You know, like the finger size ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. You know, like the hand-sized ones, yeah, like the those. the traditional lint ones. I was I can't remember what it was, but I watched something the other day. It was a few days ago, and it was um, it might have been Audi or Lidl or something like that. But they had a whole thing about their marketing of their own brand bunnies that look like lint ones when they first released them, and mm. how. Um, their sales actually meant that Lint changed their price from like three ninety nine to like two forty or something. Because Ooh. Lint's were like ninety nine P for the same size. So it's like why pay a pound or no. four pounds? Oh that's a little bit sneaky. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't remember uh, who it was. Obviously they looked a bit different. I think because I think what you're talking about is Audi because I've seen a lot of adverts with them advertising their Easter range. Yeah, because another another thing is that they had a marketing scheme with it, which was a completely bonkers advert where basically they had the two bunnies on a on a drum on a drum kit and there's a gorilla playing the drum, and all that happened yeah. was it it zoomed in on the two bunnies on on this single drum. It's a snare drum because I used to play drums I know which one's which uh, fun fact okay. yeah. um, so it's on the snare drum which is the one that's usually in the middle between the drummer's legs uh, so it's the first one you see really uh, so the two bunnies yeah. are there and this gorilla just like starts hammering away at all these <laughs> random drums and cymbals making a lot of noise which del- which the marketing technique was to grab the audience's attention which it would and um, and yeah. then once all the chaos is, is stopped, it went back to the drums and it's and it compared the price and it was like ninety nine p or two forty nine or whatever. But it's just strange marketing technique, but it works. It's just something completely absurd, 
but it grabs the audience's attention, especially for the first time that they see it. Now, talking about Audi, yeah, I don't know if it annoys you, but when I go into Audi, it, it's it slightly annoys me that they create their own names for their like rip-off products, like seal bars instead of penguin bars. I like that. That you know, every supermarket like... does it to some degree, though. Some more than others. Audi do it the most. But the more outrageous, the the better it is. Like, forget. Forget Colin the Caterpillar. It's it's gonna be um, Cecil or something. Cecil the Caterpillar. Uh, it's gonna be like William the Worm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or seal bars instead of penguins. That's a good one. Yeah. I remember because what I've been doing actually is comparing different supermarkets' own brand versions of names. So Ooh. instead of like, um, you know, crave the cereal. Yes, I do. Yeah. There's, because I've moved house, my closest supermarket has changed from a Morrison's to a Tesco. Okay. Yeah. So the, it went from Morrison's, which was something like, um, it was like chocolate pillows or something like that. <laughs> it was something simple like that. Um, yeah. And then Tesco ones was like choco nut pillows. <laughs> <laughs> choco nut pillows. Yeah, and then there was there's also, it's always cereals that I remember this for as well. Um, and then there was um, Cheerios. Yeah. And it was like um, I don't know. It was like Mighty Wheat Hoops or something something dumb like that. Yeah. And now it's down to like Super Hoops, <laughs> something strange like that. Um, Another thing I remember about Tesco now is their own brand, like, just versions of generic chocolate bars. So not even, like, Snickers or Mars bars. It's just, like, the classic, like, a biscuit coated in chocolate. Yeah. Um, a lot of... All of their chocolate own brand stuff... So, actually, there is stuff that is, like, other things because my mum gets, like, an orange packet one, which is, like, a Tunnock's bar, if you know what those yeah. are. Yeah, I um, know what and they're like own brand name for these kind of chocolate biscuit snack alternatives is always Ms. Molly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just think it's a strange name for that. It works, it I guess. It is a bit strange. It's like they're yeah. trying to go with like a motherly but also like divorced mum version <laughs> of like Mr. Kipling's for biscuits bars kind of thing. Why didn't they call it like I don't know, Dolores Umbridge bars? That would what? That, that is, would sell, wouldn't it? I don't know to be honest. It probably would sell about the same, but that's almost as peculiar, strange as well. Hmm. Yeah, back to so, the Easter um, hunts. Hard on. What What about your um, experience of the Easter egg hunts? You went off on like the. The pro, you're you're in the pro league of Easter egg hunts. I was thinking along the lines of like your grandparents put some eggs around the house, kind of level. Oh, I was I was talking about the paid ones that you actually go. Yeah, and do. you you're you're you're, the, you're a pro at this. I don't think I should answer my version of this question. You should. I clearly, I've got any stories with this. I'm. That's, this is this is like me as myself, a normal person, talking to like some professional sports person about. <laughs> It's like, where do you play football? And you're talking about Wembley, and I'm just like, oh yeah, I play down like Boreham Wreck. <laughs> I'm the Mo Farah of Easter eggs. You're the Mo Farah of Easter eggs, and I'm like the fat secondary school kid. Oh dear. Um, Easter egg hunts, yeah. I've, I, I can only remember one time where we actually did Easter egg, an, an Easter egg hunts, or maybe two. Yeah, there's two. Hold on. Um, they were never like they were quite infrequent they're not yeah. like they're not major not big at all there's one time where i'm pretty sure it was me my brother and my three cousins and there was another yeah. time which i think it was just me and my brother um the bigger one was the one with me and my cousins and my brother um and we integrated the garden so my grandparents' garden is pretty long. It's quite big, and um, so there's 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 long, or is it wide? It's 
it's as wide as the house. It is actually quite a wide house. Um, yeah. But it, it goes back quite a way because there's like, there's a swimming pool and that probably takes up half of the first bit of the garden. And then there's also like that is a fancy. lower end of the garden as well. Uh, Have you been in it? The pool or the lower end of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Either. Both, yes. Um, so if, if, if it was like a pool that was like back to back with each other, you'd probably fit four, maybe five. Actually, yeah, five. Yeah. I'd say five. Um, normal size pools, and it? it's like a standard. Um, and so that's, that's a pretty large space. Um, and my grandparents, they they did plenty of gardening, so there's lots of like little crevices that they know of. Um, Can I ask you a question about the pool? Yeah, I'm, go ju- for I'm it. just interested. Yeah, go for it. Go what for is it? What are pools like in people's back garden? Because I've never really seen a proper one. Is it like is it like an actual pool that needs chlorine and filtering and a machine yes. and things like that? Yes. Okay. So it's it's got its own like little. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. It's like a little shelter kind of thing. It's it's got its own like. Um, it's it's contained basically. It's not in open air. So it's not like yeah. if if you had assuming that none somehow find a way in through gaps etc um yeah. if you closed all the doors theoretically nothing would get inside um yeah. but outside outside of it is a little wooden hut where there's like um the engine bit to the back of it so it's got a filter it's got a pump uh all of that stuff um fun fact yeah. the filter has sand in it and that's what filters out a lot of the dirt so your pool has sand Ooh. in it uh, not necessarily in the pool, but in the filter. Um, yeah. And obviously that links into the pool because how the pool work. Um, but yeah, it's just a standard pool. It's got like a little like um, semi-circle bit at the front um, where you can step into it instead. It's got a deep end in the lower half of it. Um, it's quite nice. It's obviously got the little um, thingy to put over the top. And yes, like every other pool, to make it safe, you put lots of fun chemicals in it. Uh, all <laughs> seeming to be white powders in compressed or regular powder form. Because um, yeah. it... I'm now aspiring to be your grandparent. <laughs> yeah, so I know to have a pool. I know you put in like there's there's chlorine which you can either just shove straight in. I'm pretty sure, or you get like the chlorine pills and you put those in a little like um, pod thing which is to the side of the pool, but then the water is still in that whole thing. Um, and then I know you can yeah. put in like pH regulator stuff because too much chlorine is alkaline, which you don't want, um, and not enough is too acidic, which means the alkaline of chlor the, the chlorine in it isn't effective enough, so then you need more in. Um, and then I know you yeah. can put in like algicide into it, which stops the green gunk from forming. Um, Ooh. Yeah, stuff like that. That's fun pool pool information. Should we get back to the story? Yes, of the actual Easter egg hunt, which happened Let's around the pool the and not in the pool, because that would be a very strange Easter yes. egg hunt where you see all <laughs> the eggs. That would be very strange. Um, Unless they were like aquatic eggs. You could put them in like um, muffin or cupcake um, wrapper things. They'll probably float on that. Yeah. Um, something to try, maybe. Um, yeah. And obviously the the garden was huge, so it took. It would take two, two and a half hours before you found all the eggs. I'm... I thought you'd say days. No, not days. Um... <laughs> it would take two, three weeks, and then we'd find <laughs> yeah, them I mean... all shriveled up in the corner. <laughs> I mean, there was five uh, very hungry young children looking for eggs, but in I don't think um, when my grandparents and my parents, I think as well, set it up, I don't think they marked where all the eggs were, so I'm convinced there's probably one egg in that garden decayed somewhere probably um still there it, it would be quite immense um and i remember we had a little basket it, there must have been about a hundred eggs across the entire garden because i remember i did have a good um a good return let's say from it but i think i probably had about yeah about 20 so yeah about did you have the best or... return or was it i don't think i had the best return but I think I had about the second best. Um, I think the best return... Was it every every child for themselves, or did you get told, oh, you get an equal amount? It was every child for themselves, but then after it finished, 
I'm pretty sure we split it back up evenly. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't think anyone was complaining anyway because it was Easter and we got like three normal sized like proper Easter eggs to ourselves as well on that day. We were, yeah. That, that was quite nice. Um, and then the second egg hunt which was solely in the house um, and solely downstairs as well uh, and I remember I think it was just my parents that set it up even though it was in my grandparents house um, yeah and I think that yeah they they definitely marked where the eggs were um, but it was just like a free for all of me and my brother because obviously you're like bump, like bumping into each other trying to find eggs and I remember by the end there was like one egg that both me and my brother couldn't find so my parents decided to do a hot mm. and cold and both me and my brother saw it at the same time and we lunged for it <laughs> um, and I think I think Where I got it? it I think I got it Where was it? Um, right at the front door they had this little like wooden sculpture thingy of oh. um, I want to say it's just this like head really strange um but it was like it was like solid wood and it was i don't know i might it might have some like african roots kind of thing with it like an easter island head you know what it kind of did look like an easter (laughs) island head not as long more blob shaped uh than the Uh, square kind of easter island thing um but it was on the it's on this like wooden like platform thing and the egg was like behind the head so if you didn't like look around the side you wouldn't see it uh yeah i mean it it was as close as i could say that my hand got to it and my brother's hand was behind the head so <laughs> that's how close it was um but i so do you have any there. weird traditions at easter because i remember Tell me if I'm wrong, but I remember you had something to do with the Christmas tree and a pillow and walking down the stairs. Oh yeah, that that's a Christmas tradition. Um, a bit of a strange one with yeah. my brother putting a specific ornament on the tree and doing this like ceremony before you put it on there. Um, yeah, I remember you talking about that. For Easter, I don't think there really was. It was just kind of. I mean, there was traditions as a family, I guess, which is like the like the Easter bunny. That one. Kind of. I mean, it was like you'd wake up. I don't think we ever had a time where we thought like the Easter Bunny was real. Like I know you do that with Santa, oh, okay. but I don't think we ever did that where like the, well, the Easter Bunny's real. I think the most we ever had was Santa and the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Tooth Fairy is an odd one because I want to know how. Because obviously, um, youngins cover your ears, but <laughs> <laughs> obviously. The Tooth Fairy is not in existence. I want to know how the parents do not wake the children up. I think I think humans, and children specifically, sleep a lot deeper than you think they do. Okay. I think, especially if you do it carefully, you can just lift up the head and then take the tooth out. Because, I mean, are you, it's not, it wouldn't be abnormal for a child to fall asleep in the back of the car and their dad to, like, pick them up and take them to bed and obviously as a child you wouldn't remember that because you wouldn't be woken up because no. it's quite it's quite light you can do it carefully I think it's mainly just like bright light shining to their face immediately or a loud noise like a bang or if you like drop them <laughs> kind of thing so or if you like poke them repeatedly yeah if you do it like four times and repeatedly and forcefully up. in an uncomfortable position yeah yeah, probably. Um, so I think yeah, you just you just lift up the pillow. Their head would kind of just bump up, and then you'd just take the tooth out and put the coin in. Do it as quick as anything. You'd be mm. done. I think I might hire you to do that for me when I'm. Old. Oh, you'll be fine. You don't need some like. Your let, let's win. assume you have kids and a wife, right? Your wife would be so confused yes. when it's like, okay, I'm just going to get Adam in. He needs to put the tooth. <laughs> he needs to put the money under the bed because my child's tooth is done. Your your wife. Would be so confused. Should be disturbed. Yeah, it's like, what is this? Like, what is this man that you knew from school and made creepy podcasts with you gonna do with your child's Not tooth? Creepy. <laughs> it's enjoyable. It's entertaining. It sounds a bit creepy. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Where were we? Easter egg traditions or East egg traditions? And then you're saying you didn't. You you said Easter traditions. You said you re- didn't really do the Easter bunny. We did. We did believe in the Easter bunny, and we got told that um he went f- he went through the um what was it the um, letterbox and he shrunk down. Oh. <laughs> did the Easter bunny do Ant Man? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and when we were younger, we was like had hundred when I say hundreds not literally hundreds we would get probably about 22 eggs each a year what full sized yeah full size eggs and I'm not joking it would take us about three months to eat Damn. them because everyone in the family because like aunts uncles cousins etc parents friends yeah friends friends, friends. grandparents they literally they'll just all get us eggs and they, they don't do that anymore because they're like oh they're a bit older mm. Um, so now we probably get about I think six in total. That's still a good. Six, that's like big ones. Return. That's it's a good amount. But when we were younger, we got literally we got like about twenty eggs each, and I was. I don't. I can't believe we. got I don't that think many. I ever got more than six, as a kid. Even I think, I think yeah. you're you're in a great spot. We went overboard. You had a great childhood. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. I'm I'm still trying to think if there was any Easter traditions. I think, yeah, the only traditions is you'd wake up, the eggs would kind of just be there on the table. Not like Christmas Day where it's, like, in your stocking or under a tree. They'd just be, like, on, like, the dining room table. It's just like, right, yeah. good morning, here's yours, <laughs> here's yours. Uh, and then we usually we'd um, wait for my nana to turn up. Yeah. And she'd bring over a lint bunny. It'd always be a lint one. She'd never buy the, the cheap Audi one. She'd get the good ones. Um, good quality Nana. Yeah. Or it was like in the week around Easter Day. And then obviously a lot less since after teens. Um, but before then probably like f- half of the time maybe a bit more. We'd go to our grandparents and then we'd and then very rarely as well we do an Easter egg hunt because I only think we've done it twice. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was. Um, what are your plans for this done. year? My plans for this year is um, release this episode of <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> um, and what about with uh, eating and Easter eggs? Well, in terms of Easter eggs that I've already received, because um, school friend group have had a good return as well. Uh, yes. I received a. Kit Kat egg, a Smarties egg, and a cream egg egg. Um, they are already entirely consumed, uh, including the extras. Like the Kit Kat one was a Kit Kat chunky, so not only is the egg gone, but the two <laughs> Kit Kat chunky bars are gone. Um, I mean, what did you expect? Um, in terms of new eggs that I'll get on Easter, hopefully I'll get something on Easter. I'd be very sad. Um, <laughs> you just wake up and you're like, you ate them all already. I think I'll consume probably like either half of one egg or potentially even a whole egg and then yeah. maybe one of the side pieces. Because all, all the Easter eggs you get have like a side thing. So it's like you've got, yeah. you, you get an Easter egg and it's like a cream egg branded one. So you get like two cream eggs with it. Um, yeah. I feel like I'd have one of the those extras on. Yeah. Um, Do you eat the extras first or the egg first? It depends how I feel. To be honest, if I'm feeling hungry, I'll go for the whole egg because I know I can just like go back to it. Um, yeah. But if I if I'm only like if I know I'm only going for something where it's like I want that and then I don't want to return to it, like let's say. I have lunch and I'm like, okay, what can I have after, like, something sweet uh, to enjoy because of my sweet tooth? Um, yes. Then I would probably go for just the extra. Yeah. Well, I, I got some very nice lint bunnies from a man called Adam Ead. Yes, you did. Very tasty. Yes. I, he came to my house I, and I it was you. I turned up to your door. You've been, uh, yeah. you've been fairly quarantined. Um, yes, I've been quite visited by the Adam Fairy. Yes, so I had to visit you personally. Uh, yes, and I was I was very happy. Thank you again. Yes, I turned up. There was a nice man outside with the garage door open. Oh yeah. Doing some <laughs> fun stuff with a spanner, looked like. Um, he was like, "You looking for Stuart?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." 
And he was like, I'll just go get him. Uh, and then out you came, looking cheerful as ever. Yes. Yeah, so very well. Careful. And I was like... And Isaac, Isaac came round as well yes. the other day. I arrived like one of the three wise men... Three... 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 Yeah. Three... Three wise. <laughs> three wise. Three wise. Three wise. I, I showed up like one of the three wise men. There we go. Yes. Uh, and what happened to the other the two? Game. Well, Isaac was the next one. He was just a bit late. And then like, the other one, I think he died on his way there. <laughs> The, oh, the sand and the sun, he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. No. Um, couldn't handle it, there was actually hot weather in March. It has actually been hot. <laughs> Although, the weather's kind of taken a turn for the worst lately, because I swear it was like a few days ago, my mum said it's going to snow on Easter Sunday. Yeah. Apparently it's meant to snow on either Sunday or Monday. And I'm like, well, it was like 19, 20 degrees like last week. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was scorching. <laughs> I thought yeah. I was I was finally like okay we've hit a good part of where we're at in terms of moving away from winter. Yeah. I was like finally I'm not going to feel cold anymore cuz usually <laughs> and I do make this argument a lot with my brother cuz he'd always say oh, I hate the cold I love the heat summer's way better than winter yeah. and I would always be like eh well winter's quite nice cuz you got christmas and I actually don't mind the cold and I don't I feel it, it's more uncomfortable for me when I'm like sweating in the heat than I am freezing in the cold. He's the other yeah. way around. Um, and I still go by that. But having... When you, when I finish the winter period, when it comes out of it, I'm always like, finally some heat. Because I, I don't necessarily want it to be scorching hot, but still, you'd rather it no. be like a normal, good, fairly warm temperature than cold or scorching hot. You want it in the middle anyway. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm well. I you just, see, I, I am. Hope as you know, it gets warmer again. As you know, I've got like ginger jeans, haven't I, in my family? Rather. So, so with my skin, when I go outside, there's two parts, two forms my skin can take: very pale or burnt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to my skin. So I have kind of not. It's not like an official thing, but I have kind of like a a heat intolerance to an extent because. So I definitely prefer the winter because in the heat I have to be very careful and factor 50 sun cream can still uh, make me burn. <laughs> yeah, you're not applying enough though. You need to you need to make sure it's your skin looks entirely white like you've been drenched in a whole vat of milk. So now I'm on factor 70. <laughs> ice not ice cream, sun cream. Ice cream. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, get some calcium going on there. Yeah, here we go. So hopefully this year I won't get burnt as much. But yeah, I, I like the summer, but I like the winter. I've never really. Which been one a is better? There's only one way to find out. We're not fight. You can't fight the seasons. <laughs> Why not? They they're not physical. <laughs> what if you dressed people up as summer and winter? Well, that's how they did it on Harry Hill anyway, so I guess that's one way to get around it. Yeah. But still, they'd, they'd do physical things. They'd do, like, what's the better chocolate bar? Mars bar or Milky Way? And only one way to find out. Fight. And then two middle-aged men would fight in <laughs> costumes for the next ten minutes on a random comedy show. Probably yeah. on Dave or Channel 4. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Whereas probably ITV, to be honest. I think it was my so I, I do like the autumn though because you get the breeze I like an autumn I like I like post summer autumn so like yeah obviously that's not assuming the autumn comes after winter um, but <laughs> I mean like September where it's still like quite hot yeah. I, I have a thing with you have a, a thing I have a thing yeah well <laughs> I have I have like an enjoyable like period of time right um, that doesn't sound right but carry on I don't know how to phrase it any, any other way because I know it sounds wrong um, but like when it's evening in the autumn but it's still warm that, oh, is, yeah. that is something I like that because I don't like it in the summer when there's no breeze you need a breeze I like breeze another thing as well is like it's like Midday, so it's like sunny, no clouds, but it's not super hot either because it's autumn. That's yeah. also good. 
it's still it's not cold at all like it's like t-shirts you can wear shorts and not wear a shorts wear shorts and look <laughs> fairly normal still um it's the kind of weather which i'll see myself like obviously this isn't really viable now with pandemic or yeah. any time to be honest knowing what my reality is um <laughs> but like california beachside road in a car that's got like no roof mm. maybe me or maybe me and someone else just chilling sunglasses on t-shirt shorts probably yeah. driving with flip-flops on also assuming that i can drive which i cannot uh can you drive with flip-flops on i don't see why not but it's probably not going to be good <laughs> um and music playing like out loud through the speaker not massively loud but enough so for pedestrians walking past your car they can so you're say talking about those open roof cars yeah 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 that'd be nice and it's like you'd want to start driving like the enjoyable time is just the fact that you're driving in this nice location it's a nice temperature outside you got some nice music on you just chill and it's like chill conditions yeah. and the the enjoyable thing about it is you start at like early evening or late afternoon so you get just yeah. enough of like the sun so it still seems like day there's no clouds a completely blue sky but it's it's getting a bit dimmer it's not like it's not scorching hot in, in fact you could do this in the summer anyway when the sun goes down a bit um mm. and it's less hot so like late evening um or even early evening it depends on how hot it is on that day um but just enough so you feel cool yeah cool in both ways um <laughs> you're just you're just chilling just driving along that is i've got a playlist for that situation i literally have a playlist that is called let me get up the name it's called. Um, it's not specifically California though, which I might add to the name. Driving in California in an open top car, in it, no, honestly, in mild it, heat. It is like that. The name of the place. Hold on, wait for my Spotify to load. Oh, this is really annoying. It's not going to load. But it's something like um, driving. Oh, what is it? It's home for Christmas. Driving a lowrider with the roof down on a sunny <laughs> autumn evening or something like that. Hold on. Let me get it. Oh, driving a lowrider with the roof down on a warm summer's evening. So it's a summer's evening. Oh. And then it's got a car yeah. emoji and then a, like a sunset on a city emoji. Hmm. But ma mainly the playlist is just like chill songs. Um, there's nothing that's like super like loud. It's all very like laid back. So I've got a lot of... Um, let me find some artists that come up a lot. Sebastian Roker. Um, Gus oh. Dapton. I've been getting into Gus Dapton. Actually, he's a good artist, good upcoming artist. Um, yeah. Still woozy. I mean, you won't hear, you won't have heard any of these because he's quite. Um, I would no. say quite fairly alternative. Like it's it's mainly just like chill. Wait, when you say alternative, that makes me think of like emo and goth. No, not like that. That's about? like alt rock kind of thing. This is like, I don't know. They're they're songs which are like not super loud bass and drum lines very chilled back um an artist which is a perfect example of this is it's either jacob or jacob i don't know where they're from so i don't know how you pronounce the j um but they have a yeah. thing where they sing in a very high-pitched tone it's called falsetto like every every lyric they sing is just falsetto um Ooh. which is quite nice um i've actually been practicing falsetto with my music teacher lately that's it's difficult oh, are you to gonna show us no i'm not because i will voice crack immediately because uh, I haven't warmed up and I know it's bad. Um, okay, well, show us on the next special then, whenever we do oh, that. Oh, do I have to? Oh, I'm not going to be ready. Yes. Let, let's just say, right, okay, here's here's a guideline of stuff that I've been attempting to do. If you listen to the song Trouble by Coldplay, the very last, yeah. like, section, um, the last few lines he goes into falsetto, I've got to get up to there, which is quite high. And then there's two other songs that I've attempted with mixed success, but I think at least on one occasion I've got it right throughout, is um, two songs by Joji, who used to go by uh, Pink Guy on in, on YouTube, okay. sorry. He did some very strange things. Um, he's kind of moved away from his past, which is good. Uh, it's a very good thing. Um, and the two songs were Ew, like E-W, and another one was yeah. um oh what's it called it's uh 
like you do by Joji. Yeah, Joji. Yeah, that's it. Just making sure it was Joji. Not getting mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, so the two songs that have some falsetto um, elements to it, so I've had to do those. So if you want to see what I've been trying to get out without me having to try and do it right now and mess up miserably, then you can do some research yourself if you want to find that out. Those are your examples. Okay, I, I will. Uh, I yeah. hope you do too, listening. Um... So should we get back on the topic of Easter? Oh, yeah, please. I mean, what else for Easter can we talk about? I think we should discuss the religious side briefly as well. Okay. Yeah, So, what do you think of the story of Easter? So, I'll explain it um, for um, people out there. Get out Bible. (laughs) So, what happens is um, Jesus gets accused of doing something and he says he's innocent. They're like, oh, they, they... want to kill him because he keeps saying he's the son of God and they're like you're not the son of God and he's like yes I am and they're like you're lying and it's like oh if you stop saying that we won't kill you and he keeps saying it um, because it's the truth um, well, and then and they, they, they kill him and the um, they put him on the cross and then there's someone he's on the cross they don't kill him and then put him on the cross <laughs> no <laughs> they put him on the cross and then um, what happens was he, di- he dies on the cross and then has a burial well we forgot the last supper Judas betrayed him didn't he at the last supper that was some like next level telepathy from Jesus right there. He was like, one of you is going to betray yeah, me. Yeah, one of you. He was just getting all that brain power going. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then, yeah, so we were skip- jumping around a bit here, but then, then he gets story. put on the cross. And then, um, and then he he's dying very slowly and painfully. And then he says to God, oh, I'm dying. And then, and then, and then um, there's a Roman soldier who um, stabs him to death. Because it will be less painful than him like bleeding to death. I don't remember that part, but I guess so. It's, it's in it's if you read further into yeah. the story. And then um, as a barrel, they put him in that little cave with the egg they, they put him in rock, a cave, which is where the egg comes and then from. They, yeah, yeah, they they cover the cave with a rock, and then uh, Mary Magdalene wants to go and visit his body for some reason. I don't know why she wants. That's not Mary, his mother, like Mary Magdalene, who's a different Mary. And then she's like, "Oh, let's let me go and visit Jesus' tomb." And then she's like, "Oh no, the rock's gone. Dwayne's gone. Dwayne's gone." And then and, and Jesus is gone. Dwayne as well. the Rock then, Johnson's gone. Where's he gone? <laughs> and then they find Jesus, like, "Oh, I'm alive." And then there's someone called Doubtist Doubting Thomas who doesn't believe that he died in the first place and then Jesus is like oh poke my wound so um, Doubting Thomas pokes his wound and then um, yeah but me saying Dwayne The Rock Johnson has just reminded me of a very short video where it was and then um, he goes up to heaven but anyway yeah carry on go on yeah sorry I'm I'm going off topic again Um, it just reminded me of a very short video I think it was one of those TikToks that they call it's fancy things that the, the teenagers are into these days. Um, Tickety talk. And it was, uh, can you guess a celebrity from their tattoo? So it showed a picture of Dwayne with his signature like tribal tattoo on his left shoulder uh, that goes yeah. across his like the upper arm all the way to his left breast. Um, well, so just like one half of his chest and all over his shoulder. Uh, it said, guess a celebrity. And then it was like, did you get it right? And it did Warwick Davies, but they cropped Dwayne's upper body onto Warwick Davies. <laughs> oh, it was quality. Actually, I, I can send that to you, Stuart. Have I got you on WhatsApp? Yeah, you, I, think I have got you on WhatsApp. You have got me. I've got you on there as Schmeedle Weedle. Okay, yeah, you're, yeah, I just have your Stuart torn. Let me find it. <laughs> Alright, here it is. Uh, I'll send it to you on the old app of the what. I used to... No, I've got a list I here. used to think WhatsApp was just an app for finding other apps. So it's like, oh, I want to find an app for this. So you use WhatsApp and it finds it for you. I've got a list here. Do you want to know about this list? Yeah, go for it. The world's craziest Easter traditions. Ooh. Go for it. I want to hear these. So now let's read through this list. We've got the butter lambs of Russia. In Russia, the Easter meal is accompanied by a knob of butter fashioned into the shape of a lamb. It dates back to ancient times when it was considered a lucky omen to meet a lamb. Right. That's a... It sounds very European. Eastern European. Which is correct. (laughs) It says, why a lamb? Because you can be certain that it's not Satan. Yes. Beezlebub can take on a form of any animals apart from the lamb. 
Well, there you go. Right. The world's biggest omelette in France. On Easter Monday, the residents of Hull usually crack Hull? more than 4,500 in eggs into it. The H-A-U-X. Oh. They crack 4,500 eggs into a pan to create a massive Easter omelette that serves a thousand people. Each family breaks the eggs in their homes in the morning and they gather in the main square where the eggs are cooked for lunch, dinner and breakfast the next morning. Well, getting use of the eggs. A time to splash out Hungary. In Hungary, women dress up in uh, traditional clothes on Easter Sunday and get splashed with water. Oh, that sounds like one I want to go to. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> What's this? The, wees- the Witches of Easter Wick in Finland. Halloween comes early to Finland as children dress up as witches and wander the streets with broomsticks on a hunt for treats. The tradition is said to have come from the belief that witches would fly to Germany and cavort with Satan. Oh, wow. Everything against Germany here. Crucifixion and flagellation in the Philippines. What's this? In the Philippines, um, Catholics have taken the practice of self-crucifixion on Easter. Their thinking is that it helps purify them and cleanse them of the sins of the world. That's extreme. The the Catholic Church is not keen on the idea and has been actively trying to discourage this. Yeah. Right, that was a bit of a weird one. The Easter Bunny sees red in Greece, apparently. Let's look at that. Easter is known around the world for multicoloured decorated eggs, but in Greece you'll only find red eggs. Red is the colour of life you see, as well as representation of the blood of Christ. From ancient times, the egg has been a symbol of the renewal of life. The message of the red eggs is victory over death. Hmm. Intriguing. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Yes. We've got, we've got more here. Criminal intent in Norway. Um, Easter time is crime time in Norway. Television channels run crime shows and um, detective novels are commissioned come out just before Easter. People across the country escape to a mountain cabin and spend the weekend with the whodunit television shows or books. Even the milk cartons carry short detective stories on their side during the season. <laughs> the phenomenon was triggered by the immense popularity of a crime novel in 1923, set on the uh, Bergen Railway. Wow. You can tell this isn't scripted, as Stuart just reads from a Google document there. <laughs> and then you've got the Easter Bunny of New Zealand. Um, which is the last one on the list. Um, it says, while the rest of the world hunts for Easter eggs hidden around the house, the good folk of Otago grab their guns for the annual Great Easter Bunny hunt. The idea is to rid farmlands of invasive pests with over 500 hunters vying for the coveted trophy and the uh, 3,500 New Zealand dollar prize money with over 10,000 rabbits meet, meeting their maker each year. The Easter Bunny sensibly gives this corner of New Zealand a miss. Yikes. Always gets extreme. So there's some traditions from around the world. The more you know. Oh wait, there's, there's one oh, more. God. Another one. If you're a woman... If you're a woman and you find yourself in the Czech Republic or Slovakia on Easter Monday, it's perhaps best to stay indoors. Local men and boys roam the streets with uh, gaily decorated willow switches, usually adorned with ribbons, looking for girls to lightly whip. The whipping is not intended to be painful, but instead is meant to encourage good health and beauty. Ah, they're saying people do not have good health and and be beautiful, (laughs) and they should get out there. (laughs) So those are from... what, What are your thoughts on those? Do you want to talk about any of those specifically? I mean, all of the Eastern European ones sound very Eastern European. The let's bring the guns into New Zealand is an interesting idea. Um, I don't know what the Philippines are trying. They're just trying to kill themselves. Um, <laughs> That's the, the one in Hungary where they just throw water at women. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I, think I'll, I think I'm going to go to Hungary this year. <laughs> what, how, how cheap are flights to Hungary? Hold on. I need to find this. I, I'm, I'm going to Hungary. That's oh, a joke. Yeah. Um, no. And then there's the omelette in France. That is... That's just France trying to be impressive. Hmm. I mean, they achieve it somewhat. We should start Big a Chelmsford omelette. Omelet. It goes all the way from Molsham Street to Hyde Park. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or we could get it to go from uh, Colchester to Manchester. From the Chesters. 
connectedness. How big would that Just omelette connect, be? Connect, that would be a heckin' long omelette. I don't think you'd have enough eggs. I don't think you'd be able to flip it. No, I don't think you would be able to flip it. It'd probably flip itself anyway. It'd probably have loads of, like... It'd be like a... It'd look more like a, um... A cheese twist, if you scaled it down. This is now making me think of Cloud of a Chance of Meatballs. We're going to have food all over the world. Big food all over the world. It slowly gets bigger the more you produce. Yes. That was a good movie. That was a good concept. And I like the second one as well. Flint Lockwood! No. The run. That was a good impression. <laughs> the police officer's run. Yeah. Oh, the uh. police officer. Yeah. Have we got anything else we want to mention from Easter? Um, we were on religion and we kind of finished that. So, uh, yeah, what I was saying was he, he they found him alive. And then he, uh, after he... Oh, he didn't even finish the story, yeah. <laughs> what happened was they were like, oh, you're alive. And then he just ascended to heaven a few weeks later. Um, and then came so back. No, he didn't. No, no, he died in the cave. Yeah. Went up to heaven for a couple of days. Came yeah. back down. But then he went back up again. Yeah, then he did his fun. Then, then, he, then he was like... Jesus for another long while and then he died again but the, that death I don't know what happened at that death yeah he, he just went back up again as an at a normal death point yeah do we know what it is is there a ceremony for it no, it am I not. being stupid is this just some random day in like July or something where it's like you've been missing this huge Christian event and I just haven't realised there probably is a story on it because I mean, the Bible is a story for everything. Um, I think wait, you've brought in an item, wait, haven't I've, you? Hold on. I've, I've, wait, let me talk about this quickly first. It says, The ascension of Jesus. The ascension of Jesus' Christian teaching that uh, Christ physically departed from earth, rising into heaven, in the presence of 11 of his apostles. According to New Testament narrative, the ascension occurred 40 days after resurrection. So he didn't actually die. He decided to go back up to heaven. Oh, fair enough. So that's 40 days after Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If I'm not mistaken, you've brought in an item. Yes, I do. I, um, item of the occasion. Have, it's an item of the season, an item of the occasion. And it's this. I think everyone has had one of these at some point in their lives. You, you, I'm going to have to send you a picture before I start talking about them because... On the, WhatsApp, on the WhatsApp, or I'll, on the Discord, I'll either. I'll one. do it on Discord. Um, uh, the high-tech program and that we used to talk to each other. Can you see that yet? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. They're those yes, tiny yes. plastic uh, toy fluffy chicks. They're like the size of your thumb, given. if that, like the half the size of yeah. your thumb. <laughs> and you'd always get them. I don't know where they came from. They they were just everywhere. They'd, they'd be hidden in every corner. It brings back memories. Exist. It brings back primary school memories where it's like, all right, because it's coming up to Easter, we're going to, like, here's some cardboard paper stuff. Here's a little net, as they'd say, for shapes. Um, yeah. And you're going to make a little Easter basket. And then when you'd finish, they give you, like, two of these chicks to just put in there. Yes. And then you'd go home and your parents would pay for the cream egg to put in there. Because <laughs> the school's yeah. not going to give you a cream egg now. Far too expensive. Oh, yeah, it's far too expensive. We can't give, can't give the children chocolate. That's, that's irresponsible. Some of them might be allergic to milk. Uh, we, we cannot do that. That is, uh, and some of them, their parents might get annoyed at us if we're giving them a calorific piece of food uh, on such an occasion. Yeah. I still don't know where these meals. chicks came from, though. Were they, did they come from packets? or Sometimes they came can. from plastic eggs. I'm pretty sure... Well. I'm pretty sure either if you go to your arts and crafts store, whether it be a major one, like Hobbycraft, or a little minor one, like a corner shop, or I'm pretty sure they just started doing them in supermarkets anyway around Easter time. But you'd be on like the yeah. checkout, and there'd just be these plastic bags with like 20 of these, and you can buy them for like 50p. And every parent who was doing the same shop as buying the Easter eggs for their kids was like, oh yeah, they're nice, and then chuck them in the basket. Yeah. So it works. As for a supermarket, it works. Um, yeah, it does work. Oh, it brings back the primary school memories of like, make a little pattern on this basket, or you'd have a, like a tiny bit of paper and the shape of an egg. And it's like, right, design your egg, and then when you're done, we'll put it on the little um, 
on the little board in the corner of the room to look nice for the next few weeks whilst Easter is still relevant. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think just because of those memories and how they just seem to be everywhere. Like, I think my mum did buy these and just scattered them around the house one Easter. Um, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, I, they would just say they're, they're so everywhere. cheap, but they're so satisfying. <laughs> They're just like these... They are the most useless bit of plastic and probably synthetic fuzz fur that's ever been created for the most useless purpose. They're probably 0% recyclable. Uh, Yeah. And there's probably like millions of these made every Easter. Yeah. So I'm going to put it in a pretty good tier. Which means rule of ranking... Lisa, that wrong. Reed's rule of ranking. <laughs> What'd you say? Reed's rule of ranking. No, I, I nearly said ranking wrong. Oh god, Schmied's <laughs> wall of ranking. That yes, could go very it. easily wrong. I haven't realised that until now. No, that's like level. Schmied's rule of yeah. That's like that's like level of me listening back to every podcast we've released already to make sure I didn't mess up. Um, yeah. Schmied's wall of ranking. I'm going to put it in pretty good because the memories of primary school bump it up and I like how useless they are. Um, yeah. But I'm going to bump them down over the ambiguity of are they recyclable? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, You're getting Greta Thunberg on me. Well, I'm just saying they, they're they so useless that they're like, they're just, they're, they're made to be disposed of. Yeah. So I'm going to say if they're not recyclable, then pretty good tier at the absolute most if they are recyclable then by all means do your research after this and then tell me i'm wrong and put it in a top tier is it was it called top tier i can't remember my own ranking name it was called top tier yeah it was called top, top tier. tier yeah uh i think by that means then it can be put in top tier um but i think for the for the safe option and because i think if it wasn't top tier it'd be like a low-end top tier i'm gonna say this is this is a pretty good tier item. What would you call them, though? I don't know. If I bought them in a supermarket, they'd probably say something <laughs> stupid like party chicks or something. <laughs> so if you went up to a man or a woman in a shop and wanted to ask for these, would you say, or oh, can I have some party chicks? I wouldn't ask for party chicks, but I'd say, have you got any of those like tiny um, Easter-like chicks? I'd say that. Yeah. And they'd probably be like, what do you mean? And then you'd show them a picture and they'd be like, oh, those useless things that everyone loves. Yeah, they are. I think the main word I used to describe them first is useless. And then probably like <laughs> cute and um, uh, the words associated with that. Yeah, fluffy and plastic eyes and plastic feet. The plastic eyes are creepy. They've got a hole in the middle. I know. Why do they have a hole in the middle? I don't know. Surely it'd be easier to produce them as just like one like chunk of circular black plastic. Why put in the manufacturing effort to make it be a ring? I don't know if you take if you take the plastic dot and then poke a hole through it, or if you like manufacture it as like a, a like a, a long, tiny like sausage thing and then you cut it up and then you ring it round or something like that. I don't know. That just seems like effort. Just yeah, do I the plastic know. blob. I mean, if they are making millions of those, that bit of plastic that you save from the middle can probably go and like chop about. You can probably make twice the amount of eyes for these eggs by doing that. Um, yeah, you so, can. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Well, Stuart. I'm proud of that result. Yes, that's a that's a good item. Um, I hope you have a good Easter. I hope you get enough eggs because obviously you record this before the day, so that you can actually listen oh, to yes, it on and the I day. I hope you do as well. I hope you uh, get spoiled by. 22 eggs or close to um, more like 6 I hope you get your uh, lovely eggs I hope I get at least Uh, one (laughs) you will and I'll see you on Wednesday yes I will see you on Wednesday we've got a little gathering a pandemic I don't know what's happening mid pandemic gathering yeah so we hope you listening at home have a very good Easter I hope you get very spoiled with plenty of Easter eggs and I hope you don't um, have too much sugar that you get hyper and hurt yourself by like crashing into the wall. And we hope you get some of those useless chicks. But I think, Stuart, that is all we have time for. Oh, but I wanted to listen to more. As per usual, this episode 
Uh, I don't know how else you'd find it listening to this episode. Uh, and every episode from the past series, you can all find on anchor.fm. All the links are there to all the other sites we're distributed on, including such sites like Spotify uh, and iTunes, if you want to be fancy with all your options, because we yes. like using Anchor because they just distribute you everywhere. So if you want to make a podcast, then go to there. I'm not getting paid for this plug. Um, we've also got an uh, Instagram account. Ah, I lost breath there. We've also got an Instagram <laughs> account. Uh, where you can find uh, my miserable attempts at marketing this podcast by saying, I'm going to post this and then not. Like, hey, let's make a poll for this, and then proceeding to not do that. Um, So if you want to see me being lazy and not know how to run an Instagram account, then you can follow us there at Shameen's Do Podcast. Um, Yeah. I think they should. I think... And we will done. be back uh, for another special at some point. We haven't decided when. So we decided last time at Christmas we're going to do an Easter one. So um, I think it's appropriate that we decide we're going to do one soon. And I think we should do one um, summerish time. I think we need to do a summer special. And then we need to do a yeah. back to school special. So <laughs> and then we can do summer, a Halloween should we special. Do summer, we finish in May. So we yeah. should do one in June. I Let's like do that one idea. in June. We'll do a June one. We'll do a, we'll we'll do a summer special. We'll be in June. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, thank you everyone for listening. This has been the Easter special of the Shmeen's 2 podcast. We hope we've been entertaining enough for you this time for you to come back and listen to the special. Uh, yeah. He's been Shmeed. And he's been Stu. Yes. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.